Hi, I'm Bob McLeod. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Did you see that sneak attack? I'm not waiting. I'm, like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I've been planning that all day. We need to get you working. Planning it all damn day long. You're so pretty. Yes, I am. Jason, why are you all quiet and shit? <laughs> oh my god, we yes, just, right? I'm trying to be quiet so you can do your little intro. Well, we're not even close to that yet. Oh, what? What do we got? What's the intro music? Oh, I don't. I don't even think I picked anything yet. I'll tell you the truth, it doesn't mm, really matter. I, I do that shit on the fly, instant. Oh, you see how? Yeah. Can't believe we're gonna see each other this weekend. I know. Well, I'll be there for Mario's. Me. Mario's coming. Yay! And his wife. That's a long ass drive for him. Well, he loves us. Because I can't believe he's coming. My man Kaziki. Kaziki's coming from Boston. These people must love us. They do. They love Vince. No. I got. I got to put Renee in the mood though, because she she's work's been. um, Even though it's Monday, work was just extreme. There's a lot of shit going on. She has a sick bank meeting to schedule, and and. This is the first sick bank meeting since Ken passed away, and there's just a whole lot of shit going on. Um, her temp is out for the week, so she's dealing with all that shit. And then she's thinking about there's this Saturday, there's next Saturday, and the whole weekend because we're, we're going to stay overnight in Long Island. There's a Saturday after that, so she's just like she, she's she's sensing she's got she's got this feeling that like she's losing time. And and I'm like, listen, I'm like, we're we're going to chase us for a few hours i'm like it, it, it's it's gonna be cool everything's good. you're gonna see all these people everything's gonna be fine maybe i'll play with the dogs i'm like babe it's gonna be fine don't don't worry i'm not if i could not make you go to the wedding if i could say listen fuck the wedding you don't have to go i i absolutely would without it you doubt. you just you just uh let loose a stream of words more words than i have ever spoken to my wife in the history oh of, of the, you're adorable <laughs> I I, I, I would just, just I would have just said like shut up. <laughs> you you care, dude. If Renee You're, don't want to hang with us, Renee don't have to hang with I, us. And I she told her does, that. I absolutely told her that. But I, I want her to because she doesn't. She's she's different to the house. She hasn't seen Vincent how long. She hasn't seen she hasn't seen Mario in how long. So I know she's at, we're, we're we're going up with Daniel. So I mean it's it's going to be. I think once we get closer to the day, all right. So be it, but I mean, I don't I, want no grumpy gusses up in my. No, face. I know. I'm, I'll tell her. I says, let, let's see how the week goes. I says, absolutely. If if you're like, if you wake up Saturday morning, you're like, you know what? I just I I can't because I I need to. If, I just, you're right. Yeah. I don't. I, you don't want any grumpy gusses, and I don't really want to <laughs> deal with that that drive there and back, and then have right. to hear about it. So I'm like, I'll. It's, it's like Tolkien. So, there and back. Be drinks, there'll be drinks for her hand. There'll be food for her stomach. There'll be dogs to lick her face. Yes. Wow. Vince will lick her other face out of her face. Yeah, my wife it's may perfect. even come. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, she senses that I may have some pleasure on the horizon, so she's going to try to Wait, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, she's like, oh, you, so you're going to Jason's. I'm like, yeah. She said, uh, holy you, crap, you, I did you not want me to come? That. No, she said, you want me to come? I'm like, uh, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> Right? I figured you'd I say said, no. Yeah, I said yeah. If you want to come, you, you can said, come. Shut up. But you know, just yeah, whatever. So she may change her mind. I'm give. I'm 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 banking on on the mind being changed in uh, Saturday. But we'll see. She she for right now she wants to go. 
All right, dude. Wow, I, I did know. not expect that. All right, it's like like it's like uh, she can smell the blood. She could smell the excitement, the potential joy for me, and and she's coming to rip the throat out of the joy. Just <clears throat> take it away. Well, to see that money change hands, find out how much. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. Hey, everybody! Ooh, you got me all scared. Hey, everybody! <laughs> it's it's eleven o'clock comics, episode four hundred and eighty-nine. Woot woot! And I'm Vince B. Oh. You are Vince B. It's a lovely start to the week. I am David A. Price. Oh, indeed, you are, and I'm the styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. I'm the nature boy, Ric Flair. Wow. Who had a successful surgery? Yes. Thoughts and thoughts and good vibes out to uh, the nature. Yes. Who was put into a medically induced coma today and had surgery to try and save his life. Wow. Yeah. Forgive my ignorance, Ar- but what's arguably wrong with the him? great arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Um I don't know what's wrong with him. I I, I don't know that that's been disclosed. What could Unless be what kind of well I could just ask the woman upstairs, but what what kind of an ailment could be so dire that you have to be put into a medically induced coma in order to fix it um maybe a head trauma maybe I mean, yeah usually like brain swelling i know is yeah. an issue but yikes yeah I, I, anything below the neck i don't think they would need to unless it's maybe harder lungs but even then i so that's yeah. messed up so yeah good good on yeah. you nature boy yeah cool but no Woo! you're not you're not rick flair you're jason no. i can't i can't even follow it up with a joke <laughs> That's now true. I know how Casey Kasem yeah. felt. Um, no, you're not. You are Jason Wood, everybody in the house. <laughs> Having fun. Um, segue, none. This, uh, because this is a oh, specially. You um, didn't save himself. I said this here is a, <laughs> is a special episode because it's been provided to you, thankfully, by our patron supporters. Yeah, but you're going to go somewhere along the lines of you don't have to be in a medically induced coma to be a patron. No, so. I, I actually was, but I pulled out. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. All 152 of those lovely bastards. Sons yes. of bitches, yes. Love you all. Tell them about it, Jason. Well, the 152 of you have been kind enough to become patrons via our uh, Patreon account, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash 11 o'clock comics. And uh, we are what in our... This is the start of our fourth month? Third yes. month? Fourth month? Yes. Fourth. fourth month, right. Yeah. So we are we are in the midst of our fourth month, and it has been a smashing success. Hopefully you all are enjoying it as well. Tonight is an example of how Patreon benefits everybody, even if you don't have the means or interest in, in being a patron. Uh, you are hearing this thanks to the patrons who have unlocked... The extra episode bonus goal, and uh, this here is your bonus episode for the month, and we are ever closer to our next goal, which is two or more bonus episodes per month. Wow! So How come uh, you didn't let me say that. Well, you, you told me that's to speak my on thing. It. That I did, but usually you pause and you say, "Vince, tell them what it's all about," and I just say, "Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get to do another two episodes a month, two probably Vince three, maybe yeah. even Vince, four. Why don't you speak on how awesome the EOC Illuminati care packages are going to be in two months from now? Oh my goodness, you you can't even believe how how amazing these are going to be. Um, Jason 
has a backstock of thousands of of single issues. That is, he is more than willing to to distribute among the the patrons, myself included. I have a lot of single issues that I would I would love to find new homes for these things, and so does staff. That's the deal. We're going to be giving you when we say care package. It's a comic book care package of love, a carefully curated care package of love. Thank you, uh, Stan, for burning mm-hmm. the alliteration into my brain. Uh, and there may be trade paperbacks in there. There may be um, little special items that you can get nowhere else. Tchotchkes. So we'll, yes, well, yeah, exactly. Vintage tchotchkes, maybe. Uh, and I always say, do not rule out very, very special issues. Like some people may pull out books that are worth way more than they should mm-hmm. be worth. You never know. I agree. There may be there may be some hardcovers or even an omniboo in one every now and then. You don't yeah. know. There may be original art up in there every now and then. You just don't you got know. The, you got the Tomb of Dracula omnibuses? I do, of course. Yeah. You ever want to get rid of them? Yeah. I'll just give them to I, you. I only got the second one. Shame on you. I know. Well, shame on you. Whatever. Um, so, what are we drinking here? I'm going to let y'all down easy. Okay. Mm. Uh, it is a Monday. Mm. And I must be caffeinated. So, I am, mm-hmm. I'm drinking the absolute world's best Arabica bean infused McDonald's coffee. Because it's, yeah, went, it, went it's amazing. Did you Virginia for it? No. I only paid a dollar for this. <laughs> you only paid it? You sure? Dude, dude they changed the, the cups, the design of the cups. Oh really? I can't. I can't even hate on it because it's a dot pattern. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. See, the minion moves, so I, he doesn't hit McDonald's on his way to work anymore. So I don't. I don't get my coffees anymore. I, to be bullshit. honest, I was a little bit right? sick of the brown. The brown cups. Oh yeah, it's it's hideous, and I can't. And then it's it's hard to tell if because sometimes the liquid will seep through the well, seam. I don't understand how. Sometimes, how, yeah, I know. Always, I, know. I was trying to be generous. Um, I don't understand how if it's your if if it's one of your responsibilities is to um, pour liquid in a cup and put a lid on it that you wouldn't put the mouthpiece on the seam. So just oh, you have this whole other rim to work around. Um, it's actually yeah, harder would... to put the the opening line it up with the with the seam. Yes. You have to go out. You have to go out of your way to do that. Right. Odds yeah, are yeah. good. If you just throw on the lid on, odds are good you're not going to hit the seam, but they seem to do it all the time. It's a gift. Yeah. So, the, uh, uh, so yeah, so I have not had any McDonald's coffee in a while, but I, I, I need to see these cups then. I'm, I'm interested. What they did not do is they did not revise the lids in tandem with the cups. So the lids oh. are still the chocolate oh. brown, and the cups are different, and there's no chocolate brown on the cup. Maybe they so have it's to yellow. The, they have to go through right. their stock of lids first. Exactly. That's what they're doing. They're they're getting rid of their stock. And then I'm sure if the new cup lid is yellow, it's going to be a design coup. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But they probably won't because that, that's too that's too ultra for McDonald's to, to use a yellow cup for coffee and a yellow lid. But whatever. See, between your yellow and the yellow and, and Jason's commission that he just received, I'm hearing a lot of yellow tonight. But I want to hear what Jason's drinking. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I am drinking strawberry seltzer. Wow! 
Listen, it's a Monday. You can't be a pimp and a prostitute, too. Bonus content. (laughs) Contenters can't be choosers. It's true. That's true. So what are you drinking, Dap? Bring us up. Take us home. I am drinking in a nice frosted bottle. This is uh, Gnarly Head 1924 Limited Edition. uh, Double black red wine blend. Not... It's not super sweet. There is a little hint of sweet and, and a little, um, not a burn, but, but it, there's a nice little kick at the end. But it is uh, it's very dark. It is very tasty. I am um, nice. I doubt I'll finish the bottle, but yeah, it's just something to sip on tonight. Cool. Can I uh, do two shout outs real quick? Oh, of course. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Maybe, I think maybe we have it in our time frame to allow you to oh, good night everybody shout. good night first shout out is to mr phil hester longtime friend and friend of the show uh phil who has been doing this for a number of years and shame on us for not pointing it out in prior years but at least we remembered this year he is doing his 100 kirby uh event again and for those that are wondering what is 100 kirby's phil on uh the weekend of August 20, I believe 24th to the 26th. Um, or maybe it's the 26th through the 28th. But, but it's, it, okay, there you go. Uh, he will be uh, at a LCS along with a few buddies. He will be sketching uh, 100 Kirby characters for the Hero Initiative. And you can procure and order these commissions by going to the Hero Initiative's website on August 21st. They will open up in their online store 99 slots. Uh, it's a name your price, so you name your price and your character, and Phil will draw it for you and then ship it out to you. Uh, a couple things. Why 99 and not 100? Because the 100th will be Galactus. Uh, Phil is only going to draw one Kirby Galactus, and it will be auctioned off. So that's nice. the big piece. Uh, so he'll have 99 other slots. And the only rules are it has to be a Kirby character, and you have to do it through the Hero Initiative. Um, and if you want to see some works to get an example of what you're in for, uh, if you do a hashtag search for 100 Kirby or 99 Kirby's or 98 Kirby's, um, or just go to Phil's Twitter, you can see lots of excellent examples of what you're in for. It looks awesome. Uh, and it's for a great cause. And he did say that although it's a name your price, he is hoping people will consider, um, a minimum of $30 because that's pretty much break even for hero initiative. But um, the goal is to raise over five thousand dollars, so you know that would average out to be about fifty bucks a piece. So get involved if you can, and especially if you can, um, you know, help meet meet their goals. That would be great. And then the other shout out is also art related. Um, our buddy, Mr. Josh Ginter, um, is uh, is doing a little um, fundraiser, and uh, I think he's a terrific cartoonist. Uh, and he is offering a 25% off sale on his uh, Etsy store, which includes both uh, prints, his uh, his mini comics, as well as commissions. So you can go into our Facebook group and uh, search for his name, uh, or you can go to Awesome Sauce Comics, all one word, uh, over at Etsy, and you'll find him there. So I highly recommend it. I placed my order earlier today. Nice. What an awesome man you are. No, Josh is awesome. He's the awesome sauce comics. Yeah. Dot com. So let's talk about the comics for a little while. Let's do it. Bonus app. Before we get into the thing, I think 
we're all really excited to talk about. Uh, there was there was one double page advertisement within said issue that completely ah. changed my take on something. Okay. Um, and I'm talking, talking about dark metal. Yeah, Dark Knight's metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Up until now, I had really no uh, interest in this thing because we've <laughs> seen we've seen the big bads only in silhouette, and and yeah, the silhouettes were cool, uh, but nothing for me to really get excited about. Seeing this double page ad, I'm like, oh, some of these designs are really neat. Like I don't know who any of these characters are, but I'm in, I'm guessing that. That's the Flash, right? The red, the red guy is is the Dark yeah. Flash, and the yeah. the big the big guys, maybe Dark Superman, um, yeah. The the guy well, with the the guy with the, the wings on his head is Dark Batman. No, I think they're all Dark Batman. Why? Well, just because they have they're, different they're powers. Uh, yeah, they're because if you the same thing. Um, when I was going through previews and you get to the t-shirts on graffiti designs, everybody, everybody's um, logo, whether it's Green Lantern or Flash, they all have some sort of Batman-esque flair to them, whether it's the wings. Whether, so it's it's pretty much, I, I, I agree with Jason, It's they're, they're all Batman. It's just um, what? Batman and the Flash. So the, Batman's combined with the Flash, so so this this dark universe thing is actually a dark bat universe. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all it's it's every. They're not all Bruce Wayne or anything, but it, it's almost like it's Batman's army. They have a, a a Batman aspect to to their to their look to their uniform. But I mean, it's, I don't know if it's going to be. It's like when the uh, Council of Reeds when Hickman is doing the Council of Reeds, and they're all the different Reed Richards, right? There's a, a collection of evil, of super evil Batman that have come to take over the, this universe. I thought it was a whole universe out there. It is, but they're coming to this universe to conquer it. Okay. And, and, and the, I, the woman is, is Aquaman? Yeah, got, Man, the, got, yeah. The trident, got the trident. So I'd say Bat so, Aquaman, yeah. but it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. No, but I, it's just I'm looking at these designs and I'm like, okay, this is a little bit of meat to chew on. I like these. I think I'm my my interest has gone from twelve percent to about sixty. Well, especially because there's a Doomsday Batman. <laughs> okay, I didn't even think of that. That's no, what that big one is. How could you not? That's your boot. It's your boot. Because it's just it's just skin. stuff spicking, sticking out of his back. It's the, the yeah, mouth is clear. Knees. Oh no, I didn't. It doesn't scream doomsday to me. It just oh, screams no. big spiky guy. He's such a purist. Well, hey, it's no, no pleasing people. If his now mouth it is possible to your point covered. that these could just be Batman's minions because they're called the Dark Knights and that's why they're all wearing ears because they they work for they, you know they're part of his 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 crew and he's the boss. These bulbs. But either way, I'm intrigued. So I thought you were going to go another angle because a number of outlets broke an even bigger story related to Dark Knight's metal or to metal uh, today, which what is that, was that. Well, I don't know if we should go into that. There's a it's a major spoiler about the a major character reveal in this Wednesday's issue of 
uh, medal number one. The, the the Washington Post posted the um, basically pages from the issue and and oh, kind of no. gave it away. Yeah, they they because they 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 prefaced it by by interviewing Snyder, and Snyder mentions another author, another writer, um, who he reached out to because he thought there'd be a neat twist. He, he there's an aspect that this writer is known for that Snyder wants to apply in the story so instead of just actually the post telling you they decided to also go the extra mile and <laughs> show you and uh it's 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 right there and and there is a link and on the group page um because naturally if it's if it's a spoiler uh and if they can out another outlet uh rich is bleeding cool will definitely share it so it's it's it, nothing's been shared nothing's been shown on the group page but there are links on the group page to to the story Seriously, though, th- one of the biggest Doomsday fans on the planet. That that design does not scream You're Doomsday. You're adorable. To me. <laughs> I love you. It doesn't. Uh, it just looks like a big old spiky g- dude. Bat Hulk. Uh, I don't even. Uh, whatever. It's okay. But, but I, I am very interested in it. So let's talk about this uh, first issue, which is uh, one of the only in recent memory that got a pull quote on the very on the cover of the very first issue so you know it must be good and it's not just anyone for the pull quote is it's our it's us <laughs> as, as brad Meltzer. Yeah. oh wait it's not us it's brad Meltzer. it's our, it's yeah, our it's former fourth co-host there uh there are master magicians performing here their names are tom king and mitch jared's it was said by Brad Meltzer in uh, relation to the Mr. Miracle number one that we all read. And I got to say, I'm scared. <laughs> You're scared? Mm-hmm. This issue kind of scared me because I have a, 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 a big fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And whenever I encounter something new and different, that that goes into unknown territory i'm a little bit fearful of of where the journey will take me this issue was very scary to me because it doesn't feel like any kind of story ever associated with scott free that that i've ever read and that's a Mm -hmm. good thing it's a very good thing but it also brings with it um more than a modicum of fear because uh, like I said, I don't know what's coming next. The setup is terrifying. <laughs> hmm. I, I don't even know where to begin on this one. I, I, you know, there was a lot of pressure on these guys for this issue because, first of all, Tom and Mitch partnered up on the Sheriff of Babylon, uh, and then they announced they were going to do this and everybody raced to compare it to the vision, which was needless to say, Tom's breakthrough work at Marvel. And the conceit was that he took a popular, but not a list character and gave everyone a story that was completely different and felt different and read differently than your standard superhero comic. Uh, But it stayed in continuity and it delivered uh, an amazing collected story that uh, 
that stands on its own. And so everybody thought that um, quickly said, well, this is going to be Tom's DC version of that. He's going to do the same for this character in DC. And I guess probably that is what they are trying to do. But I thought that, that put an immense amount of pressure on them. And we're only one issue in, but I think they are off to a an incredibly auspicious start. Yeah, and scary. the the character the title character has zero footing under him he the the issue opens with him attempting to commit suicide or so we perceive there's what a what a page huh yeah it's a double a double spread in in the bathroom he's he's on the ground uh, razor blade in the foreground, covered with blood, mask off, gloves off, bleeding from the wrists. This is Mr. Miracle. And and he's, along the course of the issue, he begins to make mistakes. Uh, he... Uh, <laughs> More than mistakes. He, he claims to have spoken to Oberon. Yeah. And, and Bart is like, honey, Oberon's been dead for a while. A month or so, and and Scott's like, no, no, no. He he bought brought these Thanagarian uh, handcuffs to me, and and you know we had this moment, and it was like you can't break out of these, blah blah blah. And it's like okay, and she's like, no, no, you're tired, you're honey. It's it's not, and and he doesn't it's it, it's he doesn't know what's real and what's not. He he can't make a, a decision. Dark side has the anti life equation, so according to this. He does. And so if Darkseid has the anti-life equation, he could rewrite the fabric of everything, time, space, uh, reality, and, and he could be fucking with our boy here. Absolutely. But, and that's the it, thing that – go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, is Darkseid that petty that uh, given the power over everything, would he use it to just fuck with Scott Frey? I don't know. I, I would like to say no, but we know Darkseid. Part of me says, yeah, he would. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the bananas work that Mitch is doing in this issue? Because this isn't just a, a visual display. We, we've praised lots of, of, of artists, and deservedly so. And he deserves praise for his line work and his coloring and absolutely is this but the thing that i the, the i knew we were in for something when you get the they get the, i mean in each this is evocative to me of when i first discovered jim rug and every page was a different format a different finish a different medium you open up this book and you've got the kirby you've got almost like you're looking at an old tv screen with the the you know the colors the primary colors and it's an I guess Vince is an overlay that makes that look in the page I guess you know it's like you know what I'm talking about right like the, the circular like pixelated overlay that's yeah, a more it's a moray pattern yeah it, it is a you could apply a filter in Photoshop it's very easy to do but okay. it, I so, mean that's mm-hmm. what happens when it it's a it's a result of a printing glitch where the screens are not at the proper angles, you get a moray pattern when the when the when the dot screens bump up against each other. 
that's how okay. it happens. And it's very, it's unfortunately in printing, it's, it's, it's not uncommon or it wasn't uncommon back in the day. Well, that's right. I mean, it's meant to evoke yeah. another time. Right. And then we get the suicide page, double page, page, and then we get a page where it's a weathered oil or ink stained green hued page with a little boy drawing and a narration that is phenomenal work by Tom. But the thing that blew my mind is that it's five, five different drawings of this same little kid and over his face, primarily his eyes and nose and you know, the top of his head are pieces of scotch tape the tape yeah. dude the tape it made the my freaking day the freaking yeah. tape it's yeah. so i i actually have the heart i have the issue sitting downstairs but i, I was i'm looking at the digital copy right now but i have the i i want to know do you think that's a, another filter do you think he just pulled a tape like how did he do that i'm hoping Is he it, drew the head separately and taped him on oh that's that's neat that would be bananas if he did that see but the an original art page that's created like that, like if he drew the torso of all of every uh, one of those boys and then he drew the head separately and then taped them on, that just goes – that's next level away. Yeah, I know. I know. Because – and and, and I, I think that this page also sets the tone of why uh, – and some listeners may be tired of us saying it, but listen – Friend or not, Tom is, is having a special year right now. He is having a very special year. Yeah. You know what? I really and, don't care if they're getting tired of hearing us say it because oh, it's no, the no, truth. I know. It's You're right. Truth. I don't need to put a qualifier on it. Yeah. But the, the kid is drawing in his in his book, and it's presumed that he's at school. And you hear a background saying, and the teacher says to the whole class, draw whatever you want. <laughs> when they're done, the teacher asks them what they've drawn. And the children say, dinosaurs, hearts, superheroes, anything, doesn't matter. Then one child says, I drew God. So the teacher says, that's very nice, but no one knows what God looks like. And the child, without a second hesitation, says, yeah, until now. That is, I, dude, I nearly threw my iPad across the room over how badass that dialogue is. And, and it's so badass that Tom knows to use it twice. Because yes, when, when, when he's talking to Oberon, well, Oberon says, right. hey, buddy, you ever hear that I got one for you? Job. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, and, something and I've Scott's been dying like, to ask. Well, yeah, because that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've been dying to ask Daph, uh, knowing that we're going to talk about this. Throughout the book, there are um, most of the I mean, the, most of the book are nine panel grid, yep. which Tom is a big fan of. Um, and throughout the book, every at first at first one out of the nine grids and then two and then many and is an all black panel with just text in like Times New Roman that says Dark Side is period. Now that's not Times. Whatever it is, dude, really. Okay. No, go ahead. It's just not Times. Times <laughs> well, sucks. What is it, that's then? not I don't know, but it's not Times. Okay. okay? It's, a, it's a font. It is a font. It's like Courier New. There we go. Courier New. Beautiful. Close it's just it. but there's no there's no there's no drawing. It's just a black background right. with, yep. with the words Dark Side is. Now DAP thoughts on that because I ask you specifically because I feel like sometimes this might be the kind of thing that irks you eh. because it's 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 not art or it's not illustration in a in a you know and, it, and it's done repeatedly so I'm curious did it irk you did you love it were you accepting of it because it made sense but you'd rather it not be there where do you sit with it I, I have absolutely no problem with it, it it's all 
it's all part of of this this journey that we're all on and and it could be um dark side is mentioned when the high father shows up and um when orion shows up and wants to teach him dark side is mentioned every so often and and you can kind of i mean it's there is a period there so that's pretty much all you need to know there are um i think you can add your own word or words after it um you could take it to mean that dark side is beyond end all that's that's it that's he is it's high father shows up and and has something to tell scott and and it it's um pretty big doings and and it sets the stage for the the last page of this issue and and off we go so um i i was not annoyed um over its use, uh, over its repeated use, it's a. Uh, I think it fits. It, if I guess you could say I was accepting of it, but I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I. It was. It was getting. It was almost where I would turn the page, and I mean, it's an all black panel. You would see that before you'd read the right. rest of the page. So if if it's missing, there there are a couple pages where it's not there, and I'm like, oh, okay. And yes, you, know, so you just keep reading. But I, um, you know, it is. It's. Like you said, there are, there are nine panels on a page, pretty much for the most part. So it's um, it's not like I, I definitely didn't feel cheated. I, I didn't. Um, I basically I trust in Tom. So it's uh, it, it well, is the, the dark side is thing is pure Morrison. That's that's Grant Morrison coined that in in Speak on uh, in rock. What was it? Rock of Ages. The, I don't know. When, Mor- when Morrison, oh, the when, most recent. No, when no, Morrison no, no. Oh, you thought? Oh, oh, back, back, back then. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I was he was doing the the, the JLA. Mm-hmm. That was the one story where Darkseid had the anti life equation and he had control over everything. And oh, the, I see. The, the, the lead in was Darkseid is Darkseid is Darkseid is over and over and over and over and over and over. And so that's why I mean this is beautiful because it 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 you know massages that memory on the one hand the nine panel grid tickles the legion fancy but when you put when you put dark side and the legion together by way of you know scot free it's just it's almost overpowering right so it's it's a at one time it's a wayback machine not a not a distant way back machine, but like recent. I consider Morrison's run on JLA relatively recent, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not Bronze Age, that's for sure. <laughs> no, but it's 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 right. late nineties, but yeah, yeah. So um, no, it's it's this is Tom saying, yeah, I know where all this shit came from, but it's mine now. <laughs> I I was I was happy being a big fan of the uh, Bahaha era. To see Oberon, not so happy. A page or two later, to find out that he's only there in Scott's figment <laughs> of his imagination. He did. Um, he did, though. He, uh, you know, the fucking cigars. Uh, so, um, did y'all notice that the that the punctuation though is throughout the book? What do you mean? Obviously, I didn't notice the punctuation's what Scott. It's like even if you look in the page where you first or Orion shows up, it's Scott free. Period. Yeah, period. Okay, period. Stand, period. Standing, period. Stand, period. There's... Well, that's that, that is because then he's he's he says you know um, 
when when Bart is asked what he's doing, he says, "I am teaching," and then they actually have a conversation. But it, it, it's Orion. Orion is he's he's very blunt. He's he, he's a prick, and and that's I I didn't that seemed true to form for me. I didn't I I didn't. Um, yeah. No, I'm saying, but that's that's by design again. Everything in this book is by design. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. It, it just feels either. like a like apocalyptic military protocol. That's what it yeah. feels yes. like. Now, by our, now we shouldn't assume our listeners know that Orion and Scott Free are, in a weird, perverse way. I mean, they're not brothers, but they are kind of, in an odd way, adopted brothers in the strangest sense. In the in the that Scott Free is is high father's i mean uh is dark side's son not not the way is high father's son that was sent to live on apocalypse and raised by dark side right yeah and orion is apocalypse's son sent to live i mean dark side's son sent to live with high father on new genesis and so they're like the adopted sons of one another and um and orion is a serious stick in the mud dickhead yeah, pretty much, uh, and, and and Scott Free is a super you know easygoing cool dude. Isn't that um, awesome so. how that worked out? God, you gotta love Jack. Seriously, you would you would and think Barda that... is a big woman. Oh, oh she is. She big beautiful woman. In this, she is. Sometimes the, she's not. Um... well, she should always be. If mm-hmm. if she's drawn on model, she should always be a big beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But the There's, thing that uh... you guys were praising, Mitch. The, the the pages that really fascinated me and I just have to marvel at are the the uh, the Godfrey pages when Scott is yes, talk, the talking screen. about definitely, and, definitely. And, it looks like it's off look at like it's 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 out of um, it's out of focus right but the By thing design. is it's incredible the, the the glitches are so perfectly placed that yes they're supposed to be random. And this, this, we we are led to believe that this is a television screen with a wonky signal, and you get your your distortions that we're all, all everyone over a certain age have has been used to this, mm-hmm. but the glitches appear in such a naturalistic way that you don't even consider them being the work of a, a human being, like, but they are, and and the they one absolutely are. The one Godfrey's lower, everything from his nose to his jaw is completely, <laughs> you know, scrambled. But it looks beautiful, and 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 then there's the the one where um, Scott is revealing the fact that he killed himself because no, he wanted to to he was getting bored with the whole escape act thing, and he wanted to see if he could escape the inescapable, and that would be death. And he's like, so I killed myself, and he goes, good, and he's got the big eye. And the, the the scumble is like right below the eye. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. There's just the way that that Mitch distorted these images. It's it's the saxophone solo in Foreigner's Urgent. It's perfect. You can't change it. You change one little thing about these warbles and distortions, and it, it, it ruins it. I, you don't think do you don't think that sax solo is absolutely perfect? I do. Of course it is. There's. Um... <laughs> There are two covers for this issue. One, the, the standard cover by by Nick Darrington, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but speaking of those warbles, they are also present on Mitch's variant cover. So it it is a um, again everything everything is delivered. Everything serves a purpose. There's no 
Yeah. There's nothing haphazard in any way, shape, or form about this. It, it's going to be a very... Um, I have a feeling it's going to be a very... If, if Vision and Omega Man and, and Tom's other work are any indication, uh, it, it's going to be a tight and right 12 issues. And yeah. Yes. The, uh, the, There's more, the, more tape over Oberon's face, too. Oberon, I'm that's sorry. what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, on, on, only, on, only on his close-up panels. His two close-up yeah, yeah. panels. His, from a distance, no. But um, this is... I've... I've enjoyed Mitch's work on uh, Edmondson's uh, Punisher run. I enjoyed him on uh, Sheriff Babylon, but this is—it's uh, it, you know, speaking of things we've said plenty of times before. This is—it's like next level Mitch for me. It, it all—it's right. some of it is. I mean, I look at some of these pages. <laughs> obviously, not the TV station pages, but some of these other pages. Um, just hit me with a very Sinkevichy vibe, and and it is it's 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 not something that especially when um, when he and Bart are about to uh, boom tube away. It, it's just there's something about uh, maybe it's maybe it's Mitch's lines with the the bright primary colors of of Scott's outfit, uh, but this is um I mean we 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 praise plenty, <clears throat> but I mean this is I I. Speaking for myself, I don't think I've seen Mitch this good. Yeah, you're right. And oh, no, I agree. You know, while we're on the subject, before I forget, there's something about Mr. Miracle at times. His physicalness will lapse into cartoon physics. Like mm-hmm. the smack? Yeah, yeah, which is – it's not the only time that that happens no. either. Uh, it, it's like he's – he is of a certain reality most of the time, but then it seems like he just like slips sideways into this goofy cartoon, uh, malleable plastic man like reality. It happens at the, with the slap, and I think it, it also happens. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen when his mask isn't on. Like when Orion's no, beating the oh, crap out of him, it will yeah. not happen. But once no. the mask is on, he he like on the Godfrey show. There's a like couple in get yeah, right. Well, I, I know. Little, not, I don't yeah. want to bring it down no, to there, but yeah, right. It's just like and like the smile when he's talking to Barda. He's more animated when he has the mask on. And I know that could be just a a product of working with two circles, you know, because that's basically what the mask is: two white circles and a mouth. But no, it's it. It just—I like to think about these things. It just—it this book is so rich in possibilities for right now that yeah. I have to be honest. When when it was announced that Tom and Mitch were going to do Mister Miracle, I said, "All right, I guess I'm not getting the single issues because I'm I know just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait to till the damn hardcover." Yeah, I, I really am tempted to just say I got the first issue. I think now I'm just going to ride out and wait for for that hardcover. Yeah. Um, mm. I got to double dip because I got to keep I, reading it. I think I might have to double dip, but I, I'm, which is fine because then we can oh. give away the the issues. But, yeah. uh, but we it, got the comicsology. We could just read it there, and then yeah, you know, that's true. You're absolutely right. But the, there's uh, other there's other things to 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 talk about with the Jared's art, which is that if you look at the uh, last two uh, pages where uh, Barda and uh, Scott are getting ready to boom tube to um to be you know to go to New Genesis. Um, look at their capes. Yep. I mean, that is, that is some Frank Miller Sienkiewicz stuff right there. I mean, 
those capes in the third and the fourth grids are literally just gobbledygook like random lines with 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 solid green uh, or red mm-hmm. coating, right? I mean, there's no there's no there's no there's no fabric weave, no reason. fold, right? It, it's 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 just Mitch just being raw, just letting it go. No, I disagree. Well, no, it's it's the it's mm-hmm. the yeah, it's the effect from the uh, it's the wave from the <clears throat> the, the the fabric and the folds in the fabric are there. He just didn't draw. He he's making you fill that in with your eyes, but the the extremes of the the I think cape, that's a bold like, choice. No, like I'm looking at Barda's cape when he says Barda, right in the mm-hmm. third panel on that, mm-hmm. that one page. Every bit of that cape has the decision making in putting those shapes the way he did is all been done. He knows that it the the fabric is going to fold this way, and this part's overlapping this part, and it's kicking out to the left like that. It may not be super precise, but that is an approximation of what that cape would look like if she turned really quick and went. Like he's making your eye fill all that in, but that cape's not wrong. If he went in and filled in those lines, I bet you that the 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 contour of that cape would be pretty mm-hmm. close to what it would be. Is what no, I'm saying either, is that either way just, it's 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 trick it's visual trickery that works yeah, and I do yeah. think is brave because I can tell you that as in in the very little experience I've had with Photoshop mainly when I'm making jam piece layouts <laughs> uh, sometimes you do that magic that magic filler little yeah. thing and it fills in like that and you're like oh shit I didn't want to fill all that in and you have to undo and then try it. so that's what this looks like. But you're right. When you first read it, and the first time I read through it, when I wasn't going going through it like this with the fine tooth comb, I just saw the capes. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice. Right. And then the the badass is that is that just as Orion was was slapping the shit out of Scott Free earlier in the in the issue, uh, finally Orion is saying. I mean, I was finally uh, Scott saying, I, you know, I'm not ready for this. I can't, I can't escape this. And she slaps Barta, slaps him down, knocks him on his ass, says, stand. And then dude mm-hmm. gets up to standing just like he did with Orion. So, so she was in, she was coming to his defense earlier in the in the in the uh, episode when he wasn't uh, quite does. quite ready to uh, to deal with the realities of things. But but now she's as a good woman is saying, "Listen, now it's time to get your shit together because we got yeah, stuff to do." You're better. I uh, I don't it. I'm gonna have to go back. I know I didn't see it when um, Adam Hughes was drawing. Justice League America, I didn't see it uh, or I didn't pay attention to it in Cosmic Odyssey, but I don't think I've seen too many people draw Orion looking like a straight up bulldog. Between the mask and the nose oh, and, yeah. and, and and just the, the the ears on the helmet, it's he is very very dog like in um, in appearance. Um I you know the colors, especially with um, the, on on the beach or when when he's standing in front of the fridge or they're watching TV. I it's it really is you know I I can understand why it was the pick of the week for for so many last week. Um, rightfully so. There aren't aren't too many books I read last week that that made me just say holy shit. This is why. I am a comic book fan. I, um, I'm, I'm giddy, and and it's weird. I, 
not going to say, I would never say that about a Mr. Miracle book. Of all of Jack's creations, it's not like Mr. Miracle was like really up there for me. But, uh, you know, for Tom, I know, for Tom and Mitch, to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so young, um, for, for Tom and Mitch to actually make me care since the Boahaha days, it's. Um, well, you met Mr. Kudos, Miracle in, in person. You met him many times. Many times? Mm-hmm. Refresh my memory. Jim Steranko. He's Mr. Miracle. That's who Jack yeah. patterned Mr. Miracle off, Jim, uh, Jim Steranko. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Because uh, Steranko is uh, a bit of a prestidigitator. He's, he's a, a somewhat of a magician. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. Um, Ian Lee Weeks. Yes. Well, I think Jim is more of uh, the escape artist type. Oh, whereas, I see. As Lee likes the sleight of hand stuff. Nice. But a freaking a freaking tour de force this first issue. Yeah. Seriously, major it, home run. It, it's a big, it's a high high bar. You dummies. It is, man. It is, and I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I, you guys know, I I, I was not smitten with the first issue of the Vision the first time I read it. No, you weren't. so much so that I <laughs> ended up not reading. Yeah. the book as it was coming out because honestly I was worried I wasn't going to like it and I didn't want to either lie and or say bad things about our boy's work and then needless to say I, I, I went and read it when it was done and felt like an absolute imbecile for having it not but, seeing it for what it was in the first go around but uh, you know you 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 do that from time to time like I I'm, do I do I it do. way far more frequently than yourself I wax and wane I fluctuate like crazy you are usually of a certain mindset, but every so often you'll get a little bit crazy, and and you just you you regret it. Like the mm-hmm. the, the the vision thing. I remember you're just like, dude, I'm, feeling red, it. I'm just quiet. not getting it. Yeah, yeah. all red. But it, so it happens, you know, once in a while with you. Whereas mm-hmm. with me, I I'm a ping pong ball. Dap is pretty constant. I think. He is. Did you do you know who Kirby modeled uh, Barda off of? No idea. La- Lainey Kazan. Ugh. Really? Yep. Yeah. She was a get out. She was a very attractive woman. Come okay. on, dude. She is. Well, not now, but she was. I mean, well, it's not even up to me to say not now. She's still an attractive woman. But there was a time when Lainey Kazan was va-va-voom. And obviously... did she play uh, uh, dude's, dude's uh, mom in uh, Entourage? I, I don't know what this Entourage is. She was in... Um, <laughs> the TV show from HBO. I don't know. I don't get the... Uh, she was in uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh, is, what else? Yeah, okay. That it's, it is the same woman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in the in the sixties, Lainey was woo, yikes, and Jack picked up on it, and that's who he modeled Big Barda. Uh, hmm. Yep. All Roz right. never looked like that. No, it's, no. It's not that's no. not Roz. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. But the one uh, sequence where Mitch draws uh, Barda on the beach. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, seriously, you're gonna waste your time talking to High Father? Look at that. Why are you not? Gotta get in where you fit in. Yeah. Yeah. And she's well, all chocolate and beautiful, and 
It's nice and tanned. But I mean, she's, I mean, she goes, she goes from, uh, doing the whole Jackie O headband thing to, um, kind of just not letting herself go, but she's just like, listen, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of my husband. It's late. I'm ain't putting makeup on for nobody. And, and then, and then, yeah, then, then we're at the beach and then, um, we're ready for business. So it's, it's, um. Yeah, well, she looks fantastic. She but. does, but there's one part where she looks like uh, what the hell's her name? Um Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Uh what's her name? Kobe. Oh, really? Kobe's mother? Yeah, I think she looks like that it's on not. on one page. But that's okay. She's an attractive woman too. Yeah, she is. But yeah, great yeah. issue. Great issue. I don't know, Tom. You better stop it recommend to people if you did not get it um get on it it's a uh really you're going to you're probably going to hear about this issue for the next year this book for the next year so um i think chances of that are very good yeah 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 i'm not it it's um there is a uh favorite first issue on the Oscars, right so i think so uh, mr yeah. mr miracle is going to be on our 11 Oscars somewhere guaranteed oh. Yes. There's not a favorite first issue, but that's cool. There will be. This oh, year. we're going to add that category? Yes. Wow. Okay. Taking charge. I like that. Assertive like deck. Uh, it's, it's a good deck. Really? Right? We, we, all, we all added something last year, too. It's all good. Did did we all read um, the book that was... Eddie Cage uh, number one? Yeah. Well, well, you know what? what? Why don't you speak on that? Because it's been on your list for a while, and I'm tired of seeing it there. Oh, Talk no, to me. I don't want to speak on it for too long. <laughs> That's what I'm you saying. Read it because you love, you love. I I did read it. I did. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. It came out a while ago. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It came out a, at least a month ago. If not. Yeah. Right. Uh, have you Have you heard me mention it? I did not. That's That's why. <laughs> Damn. I I didn't like it. Well, it's 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 a typical dynamite comic. It's also no. It's no. It's not a typical dynamite comic. Why do they spell license right? <laughs> Uh, Jason, what did you think about it? I was not a fan. Yeah, I wasn't either. I was a fan um, of the covers. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a yeah. dynamite comic. See, the, no, the, I mean, there's the, a bunch of great covers of Betty, of Betty Page in different forms. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where it ends. Now, to be fair, I, I don't know that I was the the right audience for this in the first place. So I, it it it's I don't have any distinct. Um, Affinity for Betty Page. Really, the only time I've had any exposure to her, other than seeing her in pinups, is the Rocketeer. So, right, right. Uh, you know, I so again, I, maybe maybe this is exactly what it's supposed to be, and it's just I wasn't the one that was supposed to be buying it. But um, I thought the, the 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 illustration was very heavy on the photo reference, well, not yeah. in a great way, right. Um, I, th- I thought that hmm? it's a problem. What? It's a it's a real problem when you, when you create a comic with the sole purpose of featuring one of the most beautiful women to ever walk the planet, a woman that has been photographed many many different times, and the people who love said woman are very aware of all of these photographs. It's almost impossible for an illustrator to come in and do justice to the woman. And the story without 
relying on all of the reference material that's at their disposal, right? Dave Stevens could do it. He could draw Betty Page and you wouldn't say, oh, I remember that. That's one of the claw photos from blah, blah, blah. You know, um, I think there, there's a, a very, very few illustrators that could do it and not make you not incite or, or, or oh, that's the word I'm looking for. They wouldn't make you think of the reference material. Right, mm-hmm. they would do it in a way where their their skill would enable them to draw Betty in a multiple of uh, angles and blah blah blah, and you wouldn't say, "All right, that's this one photo." But this illustrator, I forget who who it was, is not up to the task. That's that's it, plain and simply. They're not good enough to render Betty in the 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 multitude of of forms necessary to pull it off. Dave Stevens could do it. This person can't. It, that's that's it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you said it. You said everything I would say. It's just it, it's it's not. Uh, they fall flat. They fall flat on the attempt. Right. And I don't think it's a it's a, a big dig at the, the illustrator in question because there are very few per- people who could do it. Cho maybe could do it. Maybe. Well, I, I think the way to do it is to not be totally reliant on photo ref right and then you got to be good as an illustrator yeah right. no exactly yeah. Yeah. jim silky could probably do it um you know it's 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 a tough call you you have to be of a certain caliber of illustrator to to pull off uh mort drucker could probably have done it jack davis could have done it because they were very adept at pulling out the soul of the, the subject. Yeah. As we can see from the cover of the book, Terry Dodson could have done it. Sequentially, though? Yeah. You think? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. Dodson, he, but he's, like I said, he's a great illustrator. Um, mm-hmm. And very adept with the, with the female form. Great. You know, give him a shot at it, but... Uh, the, it, this is a who's who of good girl artists, and the, the illustrator For sure. that is not. It's For the record, this was written by David Avalone, with art by Colton Wardley. Um, so, yeah, and I like Wardley stuff, but just not on this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. All right, I can take it off my list now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now you were did, saying. Okay, did we all read the uh, book? Uh, the image book that was written by a renowned colorist. Oh no, I haven't yet. All right, we'll save it for next episode because I really want to talk about that. Yeah, let, yeah, I was going to have it read for our regular episode. All right. Well, I do have a dynamite book, and unfortunately, do yeah, I do. Uh, unfortunately, it will not be on my list of favorite single issues, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> I mean, this is not a, a ringing endorsement, but it, it was written by Cy Spurrier and Dan Waters, W-A-T-T-E-R-S, art by Daniel, it's H-D-R. How do I pronounce this? Herder? Hodor? Ermergerd. Ermergerd. Uh, Daniel Herder. Uh, color art by Natalia Marquez, and it's The Shadow, number one. I, I eagerly awaited this, this new did. ongoing... Uh, of one of my favorite characters and um 
unfortunately, on the very first page, there is a spelling error. Oh, and and I'm not I'm not a nitpicker, but when when you're putting out a first issue and you want attention and you want to be taken seriously as a big boy publisher, you want you're if you're playing in the same arena as, as Marvel and DC, you want to be, you know, hey, we're dynamite, take us seriously, and you misspell the word license on the very first issue, first page of the very first issue, come on, seriously. It's, un, it's an unfortunate mistake that just casts everything in. It, 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 there's a pall over the entire issue. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because it's one of the better takes on the shadow uh, that I've witnessed in a nice amount of time. Um, it, it starts off, there's this young Latina who's rising in the ranks of the medical field. She's working in a hospital, and she's, you know, slugging it out, changing bedpans, uh, redressing wounds, um, you know, putting in her time. And she's tending to a burn victim. And and while she's redressing all these very, very bad burns, uh, she's recounting her story of meeting the shadow while she was a student. And get this, that... The name of the high school is the Michael William Kaluta New York High School. <laughs> that's, nice. that's nice. That's nice. So um, there's a school shooting uh, perpetrated by a pair of snowflakes. And these are uh, the young men. Uh, the shadow pegs them immediately. Young men of privilege who are angered at the opportunities given to those they perceive as being below them on a social strata. And they're they're pissed off. They're 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 throwing a tantrum. Look at me, and they they get their hands on guns, and and the shadow calls them out. He's got them dead to rights. He he sees into their souls. He knows exactly the the who's and the why's and the and the how you know the the what for's, and he knows that the 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 one thing to uh, the one the very thing that these kinds of people don't want is they don't want to be laughed at. And the shadow laughs at them, and that that infuriates one of them. And so, shadow takes him out. But while he's doing this, our young Latina is in in earshot of the shadow laughing, and she knows the laugh. So keep that in the back of your their mind. She she knows the laugh. Um, this woman is is on the precipice of becoming a doctor, and she has a focus in neurology and hypnotherapy. Um, and she's while she's telling the story of of the school shooting, she's like, "Yeah, the the one, uh, the shadow just blew the brains out of the one guy, and that was the guy that the newspapers and the television news shows picked up on. They made him a legend, and the shadow dispensed of another guy without killing him. He just blew his his hand off." And this guy went into like a mental institution. Oh, I think it's somewhere down the block. So like you know where this is going, right? You have a woman who has a very marketable, very, very important skill. She, she's adept in, in hypnotherapy. That's a skill that the shadow could possibly exploit, yeah, as, as one of his agents. And oh, well, it just so happens that one of the guys that the shadow failed to completely take off the map is, is in a mental institution somewhere down the block. Do you know where this is going, right? The guy in the bed is the shadow. 
because mm. when, when when he when they were rolling him in on the gurney and he was you know bef- right before they sedated him and he 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 laughed and he says i know i know and he's laughing and giving the doctors tr- trouble and she's like wait a minute i heard that laugh the guy the the the, the patient is the shadow but he doesn't know he has some kind of amnesia. He doesn't know he's the shadow. Hmm. It was fun. It, it's a, it's a, a a nice twist on on the shadow where you have one of the shadow's agents leading. Well, I'm, what I'm guessing is that this woman is going to pull uh, Kent Allard out of the doldrums, the mental mist that he's currently uh, wrapped in and and bring him back and the shadow will do what he does but it's a modern day take on it on the shadow which is like i said uh, it's very dangerous to do that it it doesn't always work when you pull the shadow out of the 30s right mm-hmm. yeah but it's there's um there's a commentary on comics within this issue they're like yeah um the shadow was the template for for your your grim and gritty modern heroes, and there's also a commentary on the state of the world as she as she's dressing his wounds. Uh, a like a look of Trump comes on the TV, and she <laughs> makes she makes a few comments. It's so the comments that definitely position Spurrier and and Waters on the sensible side of the fence. So, okay, uh, it's it's kind of heavy handed <laughs> at, at times. And and the art is, it's adequate. That doesn't take your breath away, but it's also not weak enough to make you know one fly into a fit of rage over wasting money on the thing. It's just it's middle of the road, adequate art. The Kaluta covers great. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good for what it was. I'm hoping for more. Again, not a ringing endorsement, but it was not a horrible comic. It was an enjoyable comic. I definitely got my three ninety nine worth, but um, I hope that they try harder with subsequent issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a tough sell when it comes to... No, I'm very hard to please when it comes to The Shadow. So, you know, there, there, there are very, very few automatic wins... Kaluta, great. That's no problem. He's an automatic win with the shadow. Um, this team, you got to convince me. Matt Wagner on the shadow, yeah, bring it. What else? Vince knows the shadow knows. No, it's. I'm sorry to peter out at the end of that review, but I mean, I I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was good enough. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. It wasn't great, but it was good enough to please me. Okay. Sometimes that's that's all we can hope for. It's all you can ask for. Yeah. What else do we have? Well, oh, this yeah. is a bonus episode. It is. Whatever that means. Well, we did promise DAP a tight tight schedule. Okay. Yeah. We're only so we're only a little we'll more than an hour. That was what all we right. promised DAP. You know what? Um, let's do something a little different. We don't usually uh, wallow in recent uh, news, but I got to say, I received a slew of emails from Image 
promoting upcoming collections and single issues. Uh-huh. And I was I was amazed at some of them. Like Butcher Baker, the Righteous Maker, is coming back in November. Mm-hmm. Casey and Huddleston has extra stuff in it. So that's that's a no brainer. But they're 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 taking um Donnie Cates and yes. Daniel Warren, Warren Johnson's Ghost Fleet, which was originally yeah. published at Dark Horse. It was originally published at Dark Horse, but it didn't finish physically at Dark yeah. Horse. The last two issues mm-hmm. were digital. Yep. Right. So but now it's the complete whole enchilada from Image. When I saw that it was from Image, I was like, that's right. All right. Isn't that- I, I, I got to That happens that. all the time, though. It, well, I mean, Image. No, will- I mean, that's not finishing. I'm saying that the idea of other. Of creators bringing their books from another publisher yes. to Image. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Wider did it with Mage, but it, right. it's but when you, it's not when, unheard of. And, and for those who haven't experienced the Ghost Fleet from the ground floor, this is not anything to raise an eyebrow over. But like Dap and myself, we were there, issue one, buying the physical issues of the Ghost Fleet, and then to see it being published at Image, it feels like, you know, I'm kissing the neighbor's wife. Yeah, it does. I guess I feel that way too, but I guess I'm not part of the club. Why you bought? I don't remember yeah, I you buying. Did you really, dude? I, dude, I love you and all, but I knew who Daniel Warren Johnson was before you even knew he existed. Not that's not possible. It is. Nap and I were there. Ghost Fleet number one. <laughs> dude, space mullet. I know you. Yeah, you were on that way before me. You're right. Thank you. You're Thank right. You. But I'm just saying. And if I'm being fair, Dap was by far the most um, effusive of praise for Ghost Fleet. Mm, I I don't know about that. No, especially especially with my boy's dog. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. My boy was all up on it. Basically, Vince, you are the most tangential to Ghost Fleet of the three of us. (laughs) I think you're friggin' crazy. (laughs) You you breathe. you, You sometimes breathe in the air. Of someone who's read Ghost Fleet. Yeah, you kind of like, you're like biting off of it. I'm not a biter. <laughs> and, you're, like, uh, you're like the people who swear they're, they're Black Eyed Peas fans for life, but they have no idea that Fergie didn't used to be that in the group. Song. No, they didn't know that Fergie didn't used to be in the group. <laughs> like, oh, me and Fergie go back from way back. We also received some valiant news. And this is this is interesting. I don't give a shit. And this is interesting because they are going to publish in November the Ninjak classic Ninjak, which is an eight hundred plus page omnibus uh, with work by Joe Casada, Brian Hitch, Dan Abdett, Andy Lanning. This will include, and it says right here, uh, Ninjak one to twenty six. The zero and double zero issue, the Ninjak 1994 yearbook, you get Bloodshot six and seven, which, as Jay Tomio pointed out, it wasn't issue nine, it was uh, six and seven, which is the first appearance of Ninjak, and you get Secret Weapons number five. A lot of this stuff has not been reprinted before. It's true. So you're getting all this in a big ass omnibus. In November, it doesn't have a. Does it have a price? Yes, it does. For an 800-page omnibus, the uh, retail will be 99.99. And you know that if you get it where we get them, it's going to be a lot less than that. 
And this leads into the new series. Dun, dun, Ninja, dun. Ninja K. Ninja K. Written by Christos Gage, art by Thomas Giarello, hair sign, and uh, Troy is doing uh, variant covers with Kenneth Roquefort, David Mack, Miko Swayan. It's going to be amazing. I love Colin King. Not as much as the Eternal Warrior, but I love Colin King. And so to get this uh, complete retelling of the original Valiant Ninjak book for, I'm guessing it's going to be about 60 bucks. That's crazy cheap. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Mad gotta, flavor cheap. You got to be on it. All right. Um, I guess we're bringing it home as per... Uh, um, I don't want to, but we, we, we can if you want to. I I did since we seem to I'll save I'll, I'll save one thing for in your travels obvi but it's uh Ooh. but since we we all you touched on the dynamite and we kicked it off with DC um and you did just mention some old valiant but there is one thing uh actually two valiant issues I read today Ooh. um speak one on of it. which one of which I really really liked because it uh builds on what we got in the first issue and that would be secret weapons number two oh, so chapter good. two so good. it is so good um it's uh you know we we were talking about um uh, owen's ability to uh basically just manufacture things out of thin air that serve no purpose there's no rhyme or reason uh i still do not believe that because in this issue, like as Vince and I pointed out, uh, with the umbrella in the first issue, um, there's a there's an object that materializes uh, seemingly just for the hell of it, while he and Miss Finch are uh, walking through a bazaar, and it's it's a balloon, but it is a balloon um, filled with hydrogen uh which comes into play later on during a uh during a scuffle that the crew has with uh with rexo but i found the exchange the conversation um owen has when at the end of the first issue um live wire saves um Owen and uh, and I can't think of the woman's first name right now. Um, Nikki brings them back to uh, saves them from Rexo, and and it's uh, that's basically uh, later on. And when um, Owen and Nikki go on a mission, they they uh, they're, they're trying to find out information on Rexo. And there's one person who can basically obtain. Um, extract data, um, almost ownership data from from objects. So they go to Cheap Jack, and uh, he tells them where where this knife that uh, they they uh, that Nikki took from Rexo, where this knife is from. And um, at the same time, Owen asks Cheap Jack if he could tell him where this balloon is from, and Cheap Jack does in fact tell him that it's. It's yours. It's yeah. 
it belongs to you, Owen. It's not you're not stealing it from anybody. You didn't. It, it's not from uh, the past. These you know. So, so so the things that so not only is Owen just pulling random crap out of the air, <laughs> uh, seemingly random crap that actually serves a purpose, but he's not. It's they all belong to him, uh, and and uh, we also meet another. One of the the Willows rejects, who basically is 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 we'll just call him Stone Skin. Um, Avichal Malakar has the ability to um, go all gray gargoyle. He can turn into stone, but when he does, <laughs> he uh, he he cannot move. He 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 does not have the uh, he cannot move when in Stone Skin form. Uh, so he, which is great. Um, but it's uh, it's not very helpful if uh, he basically he's almost like the White Queen when she's a diamond she can't reach your mind she can't use any of her telepathic abilities he just so whatever form he is to save himself as as a statue um, is how now he he is until he decides no, to no longer be um, a piece of stone so if he he can end up and end up did some interesting poses um as unless far you got as, a uh, you got a tank or something like he's really hard to kill he is hard to kill but um as, as shown self-preservation here, mechanism is great but he's yes. no help in a fight yeah no there's no flight he's just he's he's can yeah he could save himself by turning to stone but that's not stopping anybody from picking him up and throwing him at his teammates and and uh i mean yes he could turn back and just fall and hurt himself but uh so no it's not it, it, he's not he's not it, 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 oh no i should have said stone boy from the legion of substitute heroes uh there's um but it is it's 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 a really we, we get a little bit of background on the rejects on on owen and nikki and um and archival it, it's a um and and Livewire kind of swoops in again and and saves the day somewhat, but we um, we get some more insight on on Rexo and and who his who Rexo's um, handler or creator uh, is. There's a uh, it's Brad Pitt. It, it, it it's kind of a Brad Pitt looking dude. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Um, who is who is kind of dog? So I, I really don't hate Scavenger. Uh, it's a, um, I, I, and part of me wants to say that the last three pages, uh, with their nine panels, it, it, it does, but it kind of doesn't look like the rest of Raul Allen's art from the, from, from the bulk of the front of the issue. And, and I was wondering if maybe that's Patricia Martin's work is that she's not the anchor that maybe she did the, the front page, the, the the intro pages in the first issue, and she's doing the last few pages in this issue. Um, I don't know, but I there's enough of a looks the same the, to me. It, I know, it, it, but the faces, especially when he's got the syringe or, or the glue gun, um, I'm sorry, the caulking gun. There, there's just there's enough there where where it's giving me pause, but but then I look mm. at the clothing and and there's and and the colors in it. I mean, well, she's she's the letterer, and and there is. Um, the I'm getting she is also the color, so the colors are gonna be the same through. But it, it's there's just some things in the faces just 
give me pause. But it's a uh, it, it it's a fantastic issue. I'm you know we're, we're two issues in, enjoying the hell out of secret weapons, and there's a little bit of a uh, of an essay in the back from uh, Eric Heisserer on the um, on the characters and on working with um, Raul and uh, and Patricia and this I, I believe. He is the um, he's the screenwriter for uh, the movie from Amy that Amy Adams was in the Arrival. Yeah, and and he loves Livewire. He really does love. Livewire. He really loves Livewire. Yeah, and why? Yeah, I, I, you're right, but I, I like the. Um, She's a great. Character. I like the process talk that was in the back of the issue, as far as you know what how how he um, approaches the story, what he writes, and then he he realized you know well once. Once I know who's, who I'm collaborating with, um, I will change it to to do the best work that I can with with, with my co-creators. And um, the story about the Ravens was a nice little touch, but it was it's yeah. it's still it's breed secret weapons. It, it's one of my favorite values. It's it's but see that's the thing it it is so well done conceptually visually. This book crushes anything well it crushes most of the books coming from marvel and dc and i'm not saying that you know just because it's coming out of valiant look at the art in this book and the storyline and the conceptual hooks in here like cheap jack cheap jack's an awesome character and he's just he's just inserted here just to get the characters from one point to the next point like will we see him again who knows but the 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 backgrounds, the action, the coloring, yeah, the, whole thing the, the pacing in this book—it's just an amazing book. But we take it for granted because it's just a, another in a, in a string of amazing books from Valiant. But it does look and feel different than Exo Man of War, sure. than uh, than Jack Shadow Man. Than, yeah, than, it does. So, yeah. This this feels like the Valiant Vertigo chapter. Mm. There's a there's a, a vertigo indie kind of edgy against the grain feel to this, whereas EXO is pure adventure, and Ninjak is more like that the an adventure mold. There's we can get into it at, at a later date, but the, the there there are very various looks among the Valiant books. Like Britannia would be in the in the um, Valiant Vertigo with this because it has a a very coarse um it's not dressed for the prom is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but uh, whatever so i'm glad you liked it yes i did i i loved it i didn't think i i enjoyed exo man of war number five but i thought Mm. it was i thought it was pretty flatline yeah, it didn't. Um, it didn't improve on anything that came before. It was. It wasn't. No, it. It wasn't. I'm not going to call it like a um, a breather issue, but there was just. It wasn't. It, it. It seemed like a whole lot of work just to get to those last couple pages. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Almost as if it w- the the creative tr- team was c- like dragging us through it. Mm. It, it. It didn't feel. Like we were on a ride. It feels like we were being pushed. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. So there you go. 
Very not nice. a horrible issue, but not as amazing as the four no, that preceded as, it. As, <laughs> well, I got to be honest, right? If it, mm-hmm. if visually, it was it was great. Um, uh, it it continued the storyline, but um, I, I think Kent is wasn't he wasn't aiming for the fences in this one. He was just I don't know trying to to just continue the storyline. And it's that's I guess mm-hmm. okay, I guess it's okay. Whatever. All right. Um, hey, even Kent can't be perfect. It's true. It's true. So uh, I guess y'all can thank our patrons for bringing this to you because that's who made this possible. Uh, as Jason will tell you, we have a Patreon and it's going great. Speaking of. Um, the patrons and the public since it's been announced now, but um, the uh, the book of the month, we actually, as we said, the the, uh, the polls ended Friday, um, and uh, we obviously um, have a winner, and uh, we will be discussing Frank Miller's Ronin. Uh, the last episode of the month so uh, it yep. beat out um, almost 10 other really solid choices so um, we will have the next poll up um, after the first and uh, we'll let you um, have a couple of have a handful of days to uh, mull over your choices there and uh We'll keep this roll, keep this ball rolling. So, uh, thanks to everybody who participated. Uh, make sure you have your absolute Ronin or your issues, uh, whatever you want to read along with us. So, um, I am, I am a third of the way through my reread, and uh, I am uh, looking forward to uh, to the discussion. Yes, indeed, me too. It's a great damn book. Can't wait. It'll be fun. Wow. Waiting wow. on you, bro? No, waiting on me. Why are you waiting on me? Actually, no. Well, real quick, yes. Before you get to your in your travels, um, one other, th- two other things to um, to give shout outs to. One is uh, the um, our threadless shop for some awesome t shirts, and huge, huge big ups to uh, to the folks on the group page who have been uh, showing off. Uh, we've been seeing some photos of the people getting getting their uh, getting their shirts, and they all look slamming. What is that URL, Jason? Threadless. No. Sorry. 11oClockComics.threadless.com And it's uh, 11oClockComics, all one word, dot .threadless.com And the, uh, the other thing I want to pimp that I haven't, uh, in the past couple weeks, I forgot, sadly. Uh, but Vince reminded me today because he's, uh, well, he reminded me about the software. But CLZ Comic Collector, you can get the desktop version uh, either by itself or bundled using the coupon code CLZ11, all one word spelled out, uh, during checkout discount will be instantly applied you'll be saving ten dollars or equivalent in local currency um off of the standard or pro edition 
and I um, was messing around with it again. I, I was able to get back to it this week and fill up another uh, short box of stuff, rearrange another long box. I, I love the um, location option on it because I can label all my boxes and uh, figure out what's in what. But I am uh, I'm I'm interested to hear what Vince has to say once uh, once he gets going with it. So, but yes. <laughs> Software, if you're looking to organize your collection, I uh, I recommend it. Now it's in your travels. Wow. In your travels. Let me see what I got here in my notes that I wanted to talk about that I didn't get to talk about. Um, I would like you to read Spy Seal number one because David and I hinted at it last episode we didn't get to talk about it this episode we will definitely talk about it next episode because it's a great book and i think um it's not i don't want you to read it for any other reason than it's a really great comic like there was an online thing where rich tomaso lamented the fact that he being a seasoned creator can't get a certain amount of pre-orders on a book that looks and reads as good as this does Forget about all that. That that's not a reason to read this. The reason is that it's just a really great comic. Um, uh, if you like Tintin, and and who doesn't? Uh, mm. Visually, this book is in the same ballpark as as Tintin. I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Spy Seal Number One by Rich Tommaso. Hopefully, Dap and I will talk about it uh, a little more next episode. And if you haven't already, so you can play along at home. Read The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, number seven, because I'm going to talk about that next episode, uh, written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and illustrated by Robert Hack. It's crazy that Archie Comics is publishing a book this disturbing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in your travels, um, it is a book from Marvel with one of the um, my favorite uh, recap pages kicking off each issue. The fourth issue of The Defenders, written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by David Marquez, colors by Justin Ponzer. Uh, this issue is kicked off with a, uh, a brief recap by uh, Robbie Robertson, who runs The Daily Bugle. Um, Black Cat looks absolutely fine. Nice. Uh, when uh, Marquez draws her, these these pages are fantastic. Um, there is a real brief, stupid, crazy brief uh, one, two, like a half a dozen panels of um, the Miles Morales Spider-Man facing off against Hammerhead. Uh, there's a little bit of a flashback because we're we're shown um, how Diamondback was kind of. Uh, setting the stage and, and staking his claim uh, in the neighborhood with his drug game. And then we, um, it took me a second because I'm like, okay, well, this this doesn't quite feel right because it, it, it's been a few weeks since I read the third issue. And then I, we, we get to a few pages into the issue. We, um, after we get to the then, after we get through the then, we're in the now. And um, I'm reminded that uh, Diamondback was going all Bane on Danny Rand's back. And he uh, <laughs> he he definitely um, split my boy in half. But Jessica Jones, 
gets a few punches in on him. Um, Diamondback reminds us all that she has a disrespectful mouth, um, and uh, it, it is a it is a really good slam bang kind of kind of fight. There's, there's a pretty pretty sweet action scenes here. Um, I, I just the the moments that Marquez decides to show um, the effect after a a punch or a kick is made um it's very animation style that that slow motion like i said after a kick is made and they're flying through the air and that's when it slows and then it speeds up again as they hit the ground it's uh but between the um the the flow of the bodies throwing the punches or the kicks and uh and and the way the bodies react, the other body reacts to that, or or blood is strewn about. It's um, it's 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 a pretty tight visual, and it's it's impressive. But it's a um, it is a. I like the issue. It's mostly Danny and Jessica taking care of business, as far as Diamondback is concerned. Um, Luke is being a good dad and and walking through the neighborhood, checking out the old um the old heroes for higher office that was destroyed uh in the first issue um with his daughter danny and uh the last page really kind of um has me psyched for the the next issue but uh in your travels check yourself out some uh some defenders which the netflix show starts this friday friday took the words out of my mouth there you go out my mouth UNL, speaking of Netflix, comes out uh, in the next few weeks. What Death I- Note. Oh, yeah. Which I'm very interested to see what they do with that. Very much enjoyed that manga. I can't wait to finish it. Vince, did you see, though, that they Americanized it? I did not. What do you mean by that? I mean, it's set. It's American characters. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it's not okay. Right, that's all right. That, okay. I, I, yeah. On the opposite side of that, I wasn't crying foul with when uh, Scarlett Johansson played the the. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to see that. The so. ghost in the shit. It's great. I thought yeah. I thought it was great. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I enjoyed it a lot. To it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. It was quite the week of Netflix news. We, yes, we, we had um, we had Disney announced that they're slowly but surely going to pull away from Netflix. We had, uh, I guess, depends on on your perspective, which is the bigger news. We had following up last week's acquisition of Miller World, which we discussed. Um, Netflix announced a massive production deal with Mr. Robert Kirkman for Kirkman to develop properties for Netflix. So Netflix is jumping hard into the comics IP game. Hard. Just when they may be losing the Marvel IP. Although that's not going to happen for a while, right. if it does happen at all. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is Marvel TV. Whatever. Stop. Dude, stop. I don't. Agents of Shield was really strong this, especially with Ghost Rider. I, I was it really? Oh, I thought so. Oh, I didn't watch it. The, I mean, the Dark Hole <laughs> stuff was was all right, but then they um they they uh they redeemed themselves with the whole what if and and. Uh, Agents of Hydra. I, I really enjoyed that, but the um, 
the dark hold stuff like i said it was it was okay i was really paying attention to that for um for the ghostwriter aspect of it um but the second it was almost like it was two they, they had two storylines going this season it was almost like and ada is fucking gorgeous but it was a uh i really really liked the uh, i think the season was better than the previous season Huh, Which, cool. depending on who you talk to, I mean, a little bar. So, but I, I, I am not. Um, I'm bummed that uh, it's starting later. This it, it's starting. It's coming back early next year, as opposed to this fall, because of the uh, the Inhumans miniseries. Hmm. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so I'm one way behind on that Marvel show, but I have been watching diligently Arrow with uh, Holden. So. Yes. We can talk yes, about that this for sure. In um, your travels, I got something special for you. I got something special for you. What is it? From Fantagraphics. What? Yes. <sighs> See, I'm throwing you, throwing you a curveball, Vince. Seriously. I do like the curveballs. What is it? Yes. Uh, newest, newest shipment came on my uh, DCBS order this Friday um, from Fantagraphics. By um, written and drawn by Miss Katie Skelly, my pretty oh. vampire. Wow, I didn't even it's, read that. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so I, I was not familiar with the work leading up to this hardcover, but in anticipating talking about it on the show, I did see that this was a this was a concept she created back in. It's unclear whether it was thirteen or fourteen, but it was some number of years ago. And then it was black and white, and then she announced at some point in 15, because it had, it had lagged, because she was doing other projects, that she was coming back to it. But she decided to start over from the beginning and redraw it because she thought her skills had had leveled up, and she made it in color. And I'm guessing she serialized it somewhere, maybe on the web, that I'm, I'm not clear where it was serialized. But this is the collected story. And nice. um, it, it's an over... Well, it's slightly oversized hardcover. I guess it's... Uh, probably 9 by 12 from the looks of it in my hand. Um, beautiful spot varnish of a... Uh, of, it's funny, on the cover, it's a pink-haired, nude, uh, beautiful female vampire um, uh, in black panties. Uh, but in the book itself, uh, the, the vampire in question is named Clover, and she's blonde. She looks just like Brigitte Bardot. Um, in, in essence, it's a very simple story. Uh, Clover is a four-year-old vampire... She is being kept uh, captive, I guess, really more like soft house arrest by her brother, uh, presumably in his mind for her own protection. Um, he's having her drink ox blood, which she hates, and she's fairly subdued at this point, but she's always trying to figure out a way to escape. Um, and the story is her having successfully escaped and given back into her, her wanton vampiric ways, which... Uh, as you might imagine, means killing lots of people unapologetically. Um, and the the visual style, uh, for those that don't know uh, uh, Katie Skelly's work, uh, it's it's very evocative of '60s pop art. Uh, the, the 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 clothing, the set pieces, the color palette, the uh, the patois, the language, all of it is set in the 60s, the psychedelic backgrounds. Um, it's clearly her love. Of, she's showing love for that for that particular time and place and, and style. Uh, and I think it really works for this story. Um, and, and we follow Clover's adventures on the outside world. 
as she descends back into her true vampiric state. Meanwhile, her brother is trying desperately to get her back uh, and has got uh, a whole crew of people working to help facilitate that. Um, I'll leave it uh, to you to find out if he was successful or not. But I loved it. It's a very quick read. Um, you know, giant, giant, bright visual uh, pages. It's, it's mostly square layouts, but but they vary in size. Like on one page, you'll see, uh, you know, perhaps like a four by four square with two by two squares, and then you know, so it's 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 uh, the layout is staggered. Um, it's it's not consistent. There's three panels, and then five panels, and then eight panels, so forth, so on. Uh, lots of nudity. Lots of pretty women of different different uh, different shapes and sizes, um, but it's not sex. It's not overtly sexual. I mean, there's no sex acts or anything like that. Um, there's plenty of violence, though. And I will just leave you with a quote from Mr. Jaime Hernandez, because uh, for most of y'all, he's uh, one of the OG goats. Jaime says, "I'm 13 years old, up late watching an early 70s adult horror movie on TV, waiting for the racy parts. The dumb thing doesn't deliver." 44 years later, Katie Skelly delivers with flying colors. So there you go. People like Vince that uh, grew up living off of those late-night horror TV shows, uh, this is right up your alley. Needs it. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's, uh, it's, and it, oh, it's, I should say it's nineteen ninety nine cover price. I believe I paid $12 through DCB service. Wow. And what was mm-hmm. the, the, the title? It is by Fanagraphics. It's called My Pretty Vampire by That's Katie Skelly. S-K-E-L-L-Y. Well, I got that part. All right. You're the best. I own it. I Shots. don't know why I, why I didn't. Right. You're sitting there thinking, man, he wants to wrap up. He's got to go to bed. What's he going to say? And then I, bl- <laughs> I bring you a whole, a whole Fanagraphics OGN. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Keep you on your toes, Vince. You don't even I know. know. And one, ooh, here's a teaser. For those of you that are on the fence about the Patreon, but have heard talk of our exclusive patron-only content, which we don't talk about enough, because we do provide a lot of patron-only content, we will hint that, barring an act of God, there is going to be a trove of audio and quite possibly video content with not only ourselves, but many of our favorite comics brethren hitting the Patreon site sometime late this weekend, if not early Monday, after festivities that will take place this weekend. Right. Aren't Don't you so, have a, a backstock already of that? Like, you said you had I some... I do. I do. I do. Yeah. But yes, I've been, that... in, I've been inordinately swamped with the with the third job uh, for the last few weeks, but uh, we are right. rounding, the, right. rounding the, the final turn on that one, so... Well, um... I am the proud new owner of a MacBook Pro, and it's it's all set up. So the um, once I get the scanning software working, I'm going to do a cover a day project for the Patreon. Now, what Damn. this is going to be, it's not going to be just comics because there's more to illustration than just comics. I want to showcase science fiction magazine covers and zines and uh, paperback book covers um, and sequential art, maybe a page or two from a musty, moldy old uh, comic that I had laying around the house. I, every day you're going to find a new image, at least one, among the Patreon uh, list of, of uh, content. So 
It's another reason to get on there. Like it, sometimes, you know, just logging on a service and clicking an image and like, wow, I've never seen that cover before. Thank you, you sexy Italian bastard, for putting that up there for me. <laughs> yes. I didn't know David was Italian. All right, everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you for being here with us once again. Uh, like Jason said, go to our Patreon thing. Where is it? Do the Earl. www.patreon.com backslash 11 o'clock comics yes uh come to our facebooks uh we're on there we're on the twitters we have our own little website 11 o'clockcomics.com at we're everywhere it, just whistle and we'll show up uh in the meantime here's where it gets cool uh -oh. yes <clears throat> mm. me, 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 me. say good night David. Wow. Good night. You're laughing in your head. I know it. Almost now I am. David. I don't know, Jason. What do you think? I think it was almost perfect. Wow. Okay, then. Almost perfect. Come back next time because David's going to be all verklempt if you don't. Go hug somebody you love, and even better Makes yet, sense. hug somebody you don't love. Maybe you will end up loving them by the time you're done with the hug. Come back Aww. here. We love you. Bye. So much. Maybe yes. back sooner than you think. We will be. Maybe. Like a, heart attack, like a heart attack. And you can chalk up any audio uh, differences in this episode to the rig being used for the first time. Dun, dun, dun. So... Oh, get out of here. Peace.